curse. Look at verse 25. Verse 25. And in the fourth watch of the night, he came to walking on the sea. But when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified and said, It is a ghost. And they cried out of fear. But immediately, immediately, Jesus spoke to them saying, Take heart, it is I. Do not be afraid. Or in other words, he said, Have courage. Take heart. Have courage. You have to meet fear with courage. We have to meet fear with courage. What is missing today is courage. The courage to do the right thing. I'm not talking about pride. Pride is boastful, but courage is faithful. The word for courage, the very root word in Greek, means this. It means uh, confidence or daring. It means, and it also is tied to this, uh, another uh, grammarian ties to this. It means, to, uh, it means this, uh, to be uh, tied with, to be of good cheer. In other words, it's to have confidence in the face of challenge to be daring, but there's also joy in the heart. Darkness might come in the night, but joy will come in the morning. Listen, when you have courage, you have courage. I'm not talking about pride. Pride is self. Courage is God. It's when you have cheer. You have cheer. You're like, you know you got to do it, and you face it with joy. What did the Bible say about Jesus? He's the most courageous man that ever lived. I love, I love his idea of courage. What did he do with courage? What was the thing that he did? It, it was so easy. But the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 12, for the joy set before him, he did what, saints? He endured the what? Cross. Courage. Courage is this daring confidence with joy. Saints of old, and you can read over there, would die a horrific death and they would be saying, God, to you be the glory as they're being stabbed, as they're being burned, as they're being crucified upside down, to God be the glory. We cannot have fear reign when we have the courage Nothing. You have a new normal, face it with courage. Be of good cheer. Take heart. That's what it means. It's, it's used a couple times in the New Testament, not many. But notice where this courage word was used. Matthew 9, verse 2 says it this way. And they brought to him a paralytic. You remember that? When they opened up the roof and the guys let him down in the room? Lying on a bed. It says, seeing their faith, Jesus said to the paralytic, take courage, son, your sins are forgiven. In other words, have good cheer, face what you got right now, because your sins are forgiven. That's more important than your legs not working. What's more important is the one that can cast your soul into hell and has been washed away forever. Your lack of walking might define you now, but what will define you in eternity is that you're my child. Another 20 verses later says this about the lady with the issue of blood for 13 years. But Jesus turning and seeing her said, Daughter, take courage. Your faith has made you well. In other words, take courage. Have confidence. Be daring. It's going to be okay. Courage can be a subtle stand, whether standing silently or sitting, refusing to move due to injustice. Rosa Parks did it in 1955 and 15 when she wouldn't move for a white person. Praise God. We shouldn't move for anybody but Jesus. 
Courage is the strength to stand up for someone else. That's what the Holy Spirit was sharing. To stand up for a friend. To stand up for someone you care about. And so I thought, when I was thinking of courage, I thought one of the best ways I could show you courage is to, well, I, we have to look to something spiritual. Jay, do you think it'd be okay if we showed that first video? I want to show you, I think, probably the, this is very spiritual, by the way. I want you to see the most spiritual thing I've seen on courage. Unsafe. When we step into the unsafe, we will see things 
that we've never seen before. Look what he says there. Verse 29, he said, come, so Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water and came to Jesus. Some of us need to step down. Uh, and he says, step down. Some of us need to step towards the people that are broken instead of waiting for them to come to us. We've got to step towards them because, because the movement of God, the gospel is so powerful. It moves us to do something. It is not just enough for us to come to corporate worship together and say, God, thanks. It's not enough. It's not enough to just walk out of here, put some money, Jesus' blood money in an offering plate to be able to do ministry. That's not enough. It's got to create such a stir within us that we are never the same and we got to do something. Because when you step out of the boat, because Jesus is outside the camp, Hebrews 13 says, he's outside the camp where he laid down his life, he went to the place of brokenness, to the place of death, to the place of the skull. When we step out, we will see things that we've never seen before. Let's get a glimpse of what he saw. Look at this. This is powerful. We don't miss this. We probably read about it, but it's interesting. So Peter got out of the boat, verse 29, and walked to the water and came to Jesus. But when he saw the what, saints? The wind. When we serve the Lord, we see things we've never seen before. How do you see wind? How do you see wind? The God of the universe in very flesh, Jesus Christ, not only saw wind, but controlled the wind. God's asking us to step out and see things we've never seen. The problem is, I mean, honestly, you know what the problem with me is? I'll speak, me, I'll speak very subjective at this point. The problem is I don't step out enough so I really don't see what God sees. My vision is so limited. God's asking you to step out. And you know what's going to happen when you step out? You'll be broken over what breaks God, but you'll be more thankful for what God has given you. So I want to confess, here, here's my application. I want to confess because in verse 29, Jesus didn't say anything but one word. When Peter wanted him, Peter said, Lord, if it's you, tell me to come. What's the one word Jesus said? I didn't hear you. What was it? What was it? He didn't say, come but. Clean yourself up. Come but. You got to break up with that person. Or come but. You gotta get some money. Or come back. He just said come. Today, the call of God in our life is just come. He doesn't say fix yourself, clean yourself, get yourself right, memorize more scripture. He doesn't say anything but just come. He said, John, I'm a believer. What am I coming to? Here's what I'm asking you today. Come. Thank the Lord. Thank you for what, John? To go home to a dysfunctional family. The more I spend time in the presence of Jesus, the more I realize how grateful I am for him. You better believe Peter was grateful because Jesus saved his life, did he not? But y'all try to go, do y'all understand that Jesus saved Peter's life? He saved his life. Because Peter wasn't fixing his eyes on Jesus. 
Peter saw the struggle. Peter saw the headwind, the crushing headwind. He saw the test of papers. He saw the lack of finances. He saw the shortness of life that's left. He saw whatever it might be, the things that you don't have. I confess to you today, I am not a thankful person. And I want to confess to you today. And this is the, this is the invitation for us to come. And all I want us to do today is this, is to come and just say, Jesus, regardless of what happened, I am thankful. I just want to stop and thank you. Yes, I would like for us to do some things. Instead of coming asking God for faith, instead of coming asking God to help us, instead of coming, God, just the only prayer today we have is God bless you. Sin. See, you didn't turn out like you wanted. God bless you. I'm going to tell you, I confess to you, there are two big sins that I have. Jay, you'll tell the truth. Two big sins. I want you to be my witness. Number one is gluttony. Like you didn't notice. Sorry. I love food. And number two is anger. So we say, John, I don't see his anger personally. Let me tell you why. Why I'm angry. I'm angry. Let me tell you why. I said at your football game yesterday in Athens. Man. Flashbacks to this to these words spoken in my life. John, you're just too sure. I don't have what you do. I look around and I look at these people and it makes me angry. Josh, it makes me so angry. They have talent, they have skill, they have size, and they don't have heart for God. They blaspheme God. They smoke more dope than biscuits than I eat. They're arrogant, they're egotistical, some of them, and God has blessed them with the world. And the older I get, the more, the more frustrated I get. Because God, why could not have that? You see, I'm on a steroid that can make you get taller. And all I ever wanted, I confess to everyone. God's people. So 
The Bible says this, and this is our call today, and I end with this. Psalm 136. Let's turn there, put on your phones, do what you gotta do. I want this to be your prayer today. I feel that the Lord wants us to do this today. And don't worry, if you don't really need it, it's okay. Just speak it in faith. God will stir it up, because when we're faithless, He's faithful. But my call is, will you come? Some of you, a lot of us, not all of us, and just get on the Lord today and say, God, on our knees, I'm thankful. I'm capable of physically. God, I just want to thank you. Psalm 136. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. For his steadfast love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of gods, for his steadfast love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord of lords, for his steadfast love endures forever. To him alone does great wonders, for his steadfast love endures forever. To him who by understanding made the heavens, for his steadfast love endures forever. To him who spread out the earth above the waters, for his steadfast love endures forever. Then go down to verse 23. It is he who remembered us in our lowest state for his steadfast love endures forever. And that ended. <coughs> that if I would have been what I wanted to be, I would never be what God wanted. So choose this day that you will serve. As Joshua said, for me and my house, I'm going to serve God. Is it really Thanksgiving? Because if it's really Thanksgiving, then we're thankful to the one who is giving. His name is Jesus. I call God today. Endures forever. When I am pain, 
broken. His love endures forever. And when we come to die, 